I did look at her WhatsApp, guys. This is no word of a lie. This is, oh, it's painful. <laughs> My friend messaged me being like, oh, I just went to congratulate your mum and her WhatsApp status really cracked me up. She sent me a screenshot because I hadn't seen it and it was like, status, busy podcasting with the cool face emoji. Yes. Busy, what, are you all right? No, but I am obsessed. busy. And that's bad? No, 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 but also you you put podcasting as like two separate words. It's not even how you, I think it's just one word. It's one word. You put pod and then casting. Yeah, I'm going to change the face of it. No, no, no. It's one word. <laughs> it's one so word. So you might want to just, you know, Auto-correct. Okay. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. You may have thought Emily was made in Chelsea. She wasn't. She was made in Surrey, and her background's not as posh as you might think. Expect explicit content, a rather unique mother-daughter relationship, and the real Emily Blackwell. There's really no hiding place when your mum's around. Hi, guys, and welcome back to episode three of Mother Half Podcast, <laughs> starring me and me, Rachel Blackwell. I think you should just have your own one at this point. No, I wouldn't be right to go surpass you with with podcasting, Emily. No, 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 no. I have been, um, well, no, first of all, I personally would like to thank everybody. We launched this week and it was super exciting. I met Fleuriste. <gasps> I wasn't starstruck at all. And you've all sent really lovely messages in. Thank you so much. That's very, very kind. It warms my heart. And I, I hope I have sent a thank you, thank you back to everybody. Mum's replied to absolutely everyone. I have, because it's, it's so not nice. No, it is. Do you know what? I've actually tried to reply to a lot of my DMs as well, just saying thank you, because it is very sweet. And someone supports you on kind of like a new thing. Because it is, I was quite nervous. I was thinking, oh God, if this doesn't go well, what are we going to do? But... Back to the salon. The, <laughs> back to the salon, Rachel goes. Her dreams are crushed. And I... Um, no welly gogs. And I'll be filling out a CV. <laughs> But, but yeah, thank you everyone. Honestly, we do mean it, and we've got so much more to come. It's just such a like oh, easy listen, fun. I think, and just like I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have guests in the future as well. Yeah, it's a whole type for them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know about my week? Um, no, but I've got a feeling you're gonna tell me anyway. Yes, one disappointing news, big news. What? You can buy a blue tick, flipping twelve ninety nine a month. I can buy it. Did you not know that? No, of course I didn't yeah, know you that. Can't, don't buy it. No, I'm not going to buy it. If I don't get one off my own podcast, I don't want it. But by the way, you do know you're currently only at 1,000 followers, so you've <laughs> got about 19,000 to go until you can either probably apply. No, no, no. I know people who haven't got 20,000. I've crushed my dreams on week three. How have you found the whole launch, though? Because I know, obviously, like, you know, I've, we've done a lot of press with mum. We've done radio. <laughs> we've done magazine. We went to... Uh, Heat magazine. Yeah, we, we're in... We've Hits got, radio. Are you all right? We let yeah, you speak? Just we've got a... <laughs> we've got a whole, like, two-page spread in Heat this week. Heat magazine. So, you know, you've really been thrown in at the deep end with all of this. I've actually had a, quite a few comments. I don't even want to tell you this. No, I just feel tell like me. Tell mummy. It's just going to, you know, boost your ego even more. But well, I haven't got an ego. There's been a lot of uh, a, a lot of comments being like, God, she needs her own TV show. <laughs> I know. And somebody understands me. I should have been. I mean, 52, it's never too late. Always chase your dreams, guys. <laughs> chase your dreams. It might be on the coattails of your daughter or a sibling, but go for it. Yes, I reckon I'll be hosting something 
amazing. Loose Maybe women. with Paul Hollywood, even though I can't cook. You always go on about him. Do you know what I think me and you buns. should do? Go on. And I'd love to do it with you, and I think it'd be hilarious. Go on. Not right now, but I'm thinking Why maybe not down right the line. Now? But I think Gogglebox would be a good one. We would be super duper on Gogglebox because I shout at the TV all the shout time. Shout out to Channel 4 if you're watching, if you're <laughs> yeah. listening. And we you are available. Forward, we are available for the next series. <laughs> yeah. Or The Jungle, presenting The Jungle. No, Mum. No? I think that's why. That's Anton Deck. We're nowhere near Let's that. take oh my on God. the big boys. I, you said that so serious as well. Yeah, yeah, or The Jungle. <laughs> we presented what? And kick Anton Deck out? The household names? You Could you imagine it? Everyone's grown up me. with them. You are oh, I could see you on Loose Women. Is it live, though? Oh, yeah, you can't. If it's that. live, I don't know what will come out of, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. mouth. Yeah, this is true. I did look at her WhatsApp, guys. This is no word of a lie. This is, oh, it's painful. <laughs> My friend messaged me being like, oh, I just went to congratulate your mum and her WhatsApp status really cracked me up. She sent me a screenshot because I hadn't seen it and it was like, Status, busy podcasting with the cool face emoji. Yes. Busy, what? Are you all right? No, but I am obsessed. And that's bad? No, no, no. But also you you put podcasting as like two separate words. It's not even how you... I think it's just one word. It's one word. You put pod and then casting. Yeah, I'm going to change the face of it. No, no, no. It's one word. <laughs> it's one so word. So you might want to just, you know, Auto-correct. Okay. But oh. you, yeah. And then today, oh my God, when she, we went to get the magazine to see, like, obviously you've got to, we got, we had to buy, we were not going to lie, we bought 20 magazines because we're like, if they don't sell, we will never get used again. <laughs> so Heat Magazine. I mean, actually jokes, we only bought one. The rest have been bought by the rest of the public because they're loving our spread. <laughs> Well, then, we, but if we keep buying them all up, it's not getting out there. I know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Let's not do that. Anyway, we we did buy a lot. I don't think it was 20. I think you're going, oh, you're going over the top, Emily. Can you stop that? I can see them over there. There's a solid pile. Yeah. No, 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 maybe not 20, though. Maybe maybe 10, actually. No. So, freebies, I'm waiting for them to come in. <sighs> Hopefully next week. You're going to keep waiting. Yeah. To be fair, you've had a load of freebies from me. You always take them from my top bedroom. She comes around, she looks around, starts like... Em, are you ever going to use that? Are you going to have that? Can I have that? I do car boots always... a lot as well. Oh, my God. She makes... Every time she goes to a car boot sale, sells all my stuff. Please, dear Lord, I, I really hope you don't tell people <laughs> I do. that. Oh, my God. And I've told God. them all about the podcast as well. No. I've got five I more followers for that. knowing that you're selling my old stuff at a car boot. You can't go to car boot sale I say to them, scroll down on her Insta. Branding. She's wearing it. So you're selling my stuff that you... You at, for a, for a full profit? Yeah, I never see any of that cash. You got more money than me. Oh my god, Mum! So also in this week, I did as I was instructed to become famous. I got rid of all of the quotes, the uh, goodness, the belly full of wine quotes. When I've had a few drinks, and I think, oh, I'm going to put that out there. You go, take that. Uh, they're gone, and I've cleaned it all up. I, I bet got... that took you hours. It's not that bad. It was, it's, I mean, it's still not great. I did check the other day, especially when we launched. I thought, oh God, let me check what she's got on there. People, it's got better. It's not that great though. No, but I don't want it to be great. I want it to be real. No, no, no. If you're going to be like content creator, you've really got to up your game. Obviously we've had a content day now. So you've got some good stuff that you've nearly posted all like three posts a day I think we're at this point and you're collaborating with every single bloody thing you're accepting all of them well what's wrong with that I thought that's what you did I don't know if it's just too much on the page whose page my page yeah no my fans need to see what I've been up to they're desperate (laughs) they're having sleepless nights yeah DMs 
Can you upload more? Have Raquel? you had any DMs? Yes, I've had two. Well, no, two hundred. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've so had, that'll be two. I've had two people that were really kind. I think maybe more than that, but they because they were putting a lot of comments under I the photos. I have noticed you've yeah you've commented back to all the the comments even like under the photos you've yeah, done and the people that DM'd. But me. I I did think I felt sorry for Mark your your partner because I thought you're going to be on your phone all weekend oh and let me just add so I went away this weekend um with my family to Sulcombe and mum I was voice noting mum and um at the end of her voice note she went sorry I'm gotta go um I'm just counting my followers <laughs> <laughs> I did I have to I think by the gotta time get back, I arrived gotta get here, back to counting my yeah, followers by the and time then, I yeah, arrived. yeah yeah and then when she arrived to my flat and we like got ready here because we I do our makeup for her, don't I? No, I can do it myself. <laughs> All right, and, um, she goes, she sits down, she's like, Oh, I've had three followers since being here. <laughs> that was in an hour. Three in an hour. If it carry ons like that. They are going up. I'll be dripping in, in followers. Followers and freebies and gifting. Gifting, not freebies. No, no, gifting. you don't even want that though. You want, you know, you need Clabs. to start making... I need to collaborate. Yes. I've got one thousand and forty three. That was this morning. So. Just, you know, as well, don't get disheartened. These things take time. Well, I'm not famous in any way, shape or form. Excuse me? Well, now I am, obviously. <laughs> now now I am famous in Heat Magazine and everything. How did you feel working with me? What was it like for you having mum embarrassing you at photo shoots? No, I didn't embarrass you. I was very funny. It's a hard one, right? Because I think when you're when I'm working with you, as much as we're like, you know, a very good double act, I do my toes curl and I sweat a little bit and it's just like I just think I think I cringe out more because you're my mum you know what I mean <laughs> everyone else finds it hilarious but you know when it's your own mother and other people relate to this like you know when you've got the mum like and all your friends find her hilarious and amazing but then you as the daughter or the son you think god save me I, but you, you're not you're not too bad like I, I've, I'm not hating it oh we're good like that's I, nice give to it hear a solid, yeah like S a solid Eight? You've not been, yeah. But you're, and as, as like you're doing more, you're getting better at it. What, better at what? You know, just like more natural and just like not as embarrassing. You kind of, I want to say filtering it down slightly, but well, I think I probably. But isn't not. that what's funny? Haven't we got Henrietta for that? <laughs> Henrietta's the produ producer. The producer, that's her job, bless her. She has to sit there listening and oh, no, <laughs> we shan't put that in the pod. Yeah. And I was, I was all right with Fleury, so I. Spoke very fast when I met her because I was really excited. You did ask James. her if she could follow you I, on live radio. Well, well, yeah, I did say, Fleur, will you follow me? And I'm sure she's going to. She's just forgotten. <laughs> she's going to get round to oh it. Oh, my God, she didn't follow you. That's I followed savage. her. <laughs> I DM'd her and everything. <gasps> no! I didn't. Of course I didn't. No, no, Maybe no. Maybe one day we'll get her on this pod. I'm sure she, she's actually... She was, she was so lovely. lovely. I knew she was going to be, though. Yeah. You she's know when you... a nice face, nice smile. Yeah. She's, and kind. she's all... She's always smiling, isn't she? And she's great at radio. I don't know if... Oh, I'd love to do that job. I'm sure it, it, it looks so fun, but I reckon it's hard. Smashy and nicey. Excuse me? We could do the graveyard shift at Hits Radio. Smashy and nicey. Is that an old... Yeah, it used to be on the far show. Oh. It's, um, oh, Paul Whitehouse and Harry Enfield. And they used to do Smashy and nicey. I like to do a lot for charity, but I don't like to talk okay, about it. Okay, no one knows what you're talking about right now. No, they do. My age group will really be laughing. Yeah, see, that's another thing. Like, there's going to be... I forget there's people probably your age that do understand that. Yeah. And I don't. 
you know? It's a two-pronged attack. Yeah. With different but generations. What would be cooler? If we did a radio show, what would it be? I couldn't go on Kiss. I'm not trendy. We'd or definitely down, get in the graveyard, the wouldn't we? The graveyard <laughs> we'd get the We'd get the yeah. kids that no one listens to. The two to. till four in the morning. Oh, oh you're you insomniacs out there. <laughs> it's uh, Emily. Or oh, someone who said too many coffees after a dinner party. Or someone who's doing ceiling patrol after a big night out. <laughs> no. What's that? You know, when people go out. Do what? I don't know. Just drink too much. Oh. oh. And they can't sleep. Got you. Too many coffees. Yeah. Got it. So when when kind of we were doing all the promo for the the podcast and I really you know you were living your best life, was it everything you kind of no it, it was would be? it was better because everybody it was so chilled and so nice and I didn't realize you actually walked past people in their studios doing so there was magic there and then there was absolute radio and I didn't realize they're was, all in one place yeah. I know, it's cool, isn't it? It's a really cool place and everybody was so lovely. Yeah. I mean, that girl we were chatting to who's interviewed everybody famous, I could have sat and spoke to her all day long. I know. I always love hearing about, like, I don't know why I'm obsessed with, like, whenever I get my hair and makeup done or I'm with people that have interviewed people, I love knowing, like, who's really nice and who's really not nice. Because I feel like I've got this thing, you know, when you when you have someone that you love, for example, right, let's use Anton Deck again. If someone said to me, oh, I work with Anton Deck and they were just awful, <gasps> how sad would you be? You'd be crushed. I know, because they just seem so nice. I know. They, they'd go into a certain shop in Wimbledon Village, Matches, and I'll shout out to Matches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just 10% discount, if you don't mind. 10%, that will still make things like yeah, over exactly. £1,000. Anyway, go on. And um, one of them goes in there and apparently he is lovely. So what I've been told, you know, from the industry oh. that the majority of people who are like a-listers we're talking like really high-end people they are actually tend to be the the like the most professional the kind of like the nicest the ones who can be horrors and like really unpleasant and just a nightmare but it's the sort of the z-listers like the ones who aren't actually well, too I'm, much it's a little bit like when you fly in business you all the people in first class are absolutely fantastic and the club class are bing bong bing bong do you know how much I paid for this seat? Some, not all. I know, yeah. It's funny, isn't it, how anyway, the world works? We've gone off piste again, like, as we do. But, I, but people probably find that, you know, a bit of in bit of detail. Off, a bit, yeah. Well, um, from I've my research. <laughs> first hand, from a friend of mine who was a stunt woman, that Tom Cruise is absolutely amazing and his energy is off the chart. I wonder if he, he wants to come on the pod then, if he's oh, nice. Oh, should I might... get Lucy to text him? She's got his number. But anyway, talking of interviewing people like Tom, who'll be begging to come on here once we, our slow burner yeah. gets burning yeah. a lot. So I've spoken to... Oh, my God. <laughs> your brain and my brain. Go on. I've spoken to... Christ. Rihanna Evans. I thought you were say, Rihanna, no. I'll DM to... No, no, Please I don't stop the music. Right, what was I saying? I'm back. I've spoken to Rihanna at Grazia Life Advice Podcast mm -hmm. about when we get the big guns on, the A-listers, when we're up there. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Rihanna. Um, how to do interviewing techniques. So we right. had a really good chat. So what, she interviews loads of famous people? Yes, she does. Loads. And you've spoken to her? Yeah, I did. I had a ton of questions for her. Really? Yep. How do you stop your nerves? Okay. That was a big one, because obviously I get overexcited and Work my nerves... It. And my adrenaline kick in, and then I'm like a roller coaster that's just got to the top. Yeah. 
gone in my brain. And then I asked, so she said, a good way to stop nerves is to do your research. <laughs> so make sure you know everything about them. And also... It's like, so I heard you live at um, 155 Green Street, um, <laughs> flat 45. Um, is this true? Yeah. <laughs> you have two pints of milk on a Friday and a bottle of orange juice. Yeah. I've been sitting outside watching you. You walk your dogs at 8.30. <laughs> you get a coffee from Costco's. <laughs> you get your waxing done yeah. on, a, on a Thursday morning. Might want to look at that tash. And also, I know, you're up to no good with your husband. <laughs> yeah, with a husband. Yeah, the binoculars never lie. Oh, my God. Is it God. your anniversary the other night, sweetheart? Yeah, you don't need to tell me. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> yeah. Had a great time. Oh, Yeah. The old cherry picker. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe maybe this isn't the one. No, no, no. We have to do interviews. And I think what I've got to do as well. They said what you need to do is start big and work backwards. Was it start small and make the question? Yeah, I was going to say a bit in. rogue if you go with like, yeah. so... Um, here you had an affair yeah. back in 95. <laughs> you got caught shagging in a field <laughs> in the back of your car. How do you explain that? How did your husband feel? Yeah, straight in. With a kill. No, I, I agree. You start off... No, ten, when I've been... When someone's interviewed me, they start off really kind of like normal, nice questions and then they'll like poke in one where they want a bit of gossip or they want like a bit of uh, intel on something or, you know, a bit more personal. Yeah, so that is They what... warm you up, make you trust and then they, you know, go in for the big ones. Oh, do we... Have we got to do that? We've got to go in for big ones. I'll practice. Well, I don't want to like you know, go too deep into someone's life. Or, no, not not me and you. We're not journalists, are we? We're not looking for the next big oh, headline. Oh, next step. Could be. Oh, my God. Add it to the list. Yeah, <laughs> add it to the list of what Rachel's going to do. But in all seriousness, though, which is very exciting, we've already got some really lovely, lovely guests planned. We've got Sophie Abu, who's lovely, coming on. Lovely girl. Lovely Sophie. And we're going to do Tiff Watson as well. She's a new mother. That'd Just had a baby, a lovely little baby Jude. And I thought it's nice to get her on as well because she actually had like a really good positive birth experience and it's just nice to actually get some positivity on giving birth when I feel like all there is out there is depressing yeah. stories of near-death experiences anyway moving on loads of exciting guests loads coming so it, not every week is just going to be mum and I we are also going to mix it up and get some guests and just to kind of well, just have a bit of fun, really. I mean, it's going to be, be light nice, light-hearted. Yeah, it's all yeah. good stuff. Um, we're not obviously not going to ask them um, how their divorces are going or when they got divorced or, you know, we've been sitting outside your house watching you for X yeah. amount of time. And, yeah, <laughs> nothing weird. For the listeners, if you guys have got any ideas, because I love getting kind of feedback and who you guys actually who'd love to have as a guest idea, let me know because I can slide them a DM and ask <laughs> So do DM us on Mother Half Podcast. Any ideas, um, just say, listen to the podcast, F3, would love to have X guest on your show, would be a great idea. Yeah, but they might say, oh, no, 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 let's not have any guests because we just want more of El Raquel. No, they definitely won't be saying that. And please don't say that um, <laughs> because we need someone to, you know, mix it up. <laughs> Lovely. This is Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel. In this section of the pod, you'll hear all about Emily growing up. Let's go back to school days. Yeah, because I feel like... <laughs> I think people can just relate to, to our sort of stories of me growing up and kind of what I was like as a kid and you as a mum. So it's quite nice to kind of delve back into the, to the past. But I think at school, I, I, I gave it a good crack, but I was never, you know... The brightest 
No. Kid in the toolbox, is that what it is? You just struggle because you're dyslexic. <laughs> Simple as that. It's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I had extra maths and I used to hate it anyway because I was thinking, oh God, I hate doing this. Well, you failed it four times, All so. Right. I did, I did. But it, you know what? There you go. People out there, about to do GCSEs if you're terrible at maths. I did it four times, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. and I still got, I still got it. You didn't, you, you tried to pass it at college and you couldn't pass it at college either. And I wasn't bothered. I can't do maths. I, I got a D. I've never passed my maths. I think for the for every kid out there, you either got a maths brain and you're very intelligent or you, you struggle with sort of maths and you're more like creative like me. I loved sports. I loved fashion. I loved Spanish actually. And weirdly biology, I was strangely quite good at it. Um, I was in the top set and I remember asking the teacher... Are you sure I should be here? I did. I said, I, I think there's been a mistake. I don't think I'm meant to be here. And he was like, no, no, you are. But I think it's because I really, I found it very interesting, biology. Yeah, biology is interesting, but it's super hard to pass. I've got a solid C, I, I think. think. A solid C? Whoa. I'm I remember impressed. what was I like when I opened my GCSE results. I oh, remember you, being in the car with you. No, you were furious. You <laughs> was upset. You was furious. You couldn't believe that you had been marked so low. I think you was going to storm back in and demand they remark them there and then. Do you know why? Because I had this thing right where I came out of my. I remember it so clearly, like it was yesterday. I came out of. And by the way, fair enough. Like these poor kids having to learn, remember all this stuff. Like it's crazy how much stuff we have to remember and all these separate subjects. Like half the stuff I've never, well, I've never used any of it. And I just think, you know, not saying education's bad. You should all be educated. Don't not going to education. Don't bunk but off kids. God, the pressure, the the, stu- the pressure I put myself under. Anyway, went into my geography exam, came out thinking, God, A star. Nailed it. It was so good. Anyway, results day come. I opened the thing. I got a, a D or an E. Yeah. I think it was an E. He was furious. I couldn't believe love. it. And apparently I got the answers right, but I didn't write it in the correct language or way or something. It was like so bizarre what their reasoning was. That's that's unfair. A lot of it is unfair, though. I think you should be able to talk exams these days. Like, so if you're not very good at writing and you haven't got great grammar, like mm. I have not, you have not. But um, but we can we can talk. We can talk the hind legs off a donkey. No, but it was really interesting. Actually, I listened to a podcast. I got an A in drama, just in case you wanted to know. That's great. That doesn't surprise me. I think I did all right in those ones as well. But I think. I listened to a podcast to the guy who made, who created Soho House. And he said something super interesting and it really like stuck with me because he is so dyslexic. And he said to me, he used to get, well, he didn't say it to me. (laughs) He said it to my ears whilst I was listening. Um, He said he used to get loads of extra time. And he said, I didn't need extra time because I didn't know the answers anyway. So I used (laughs) to have to sit there for, for even longer, not knowing what I was doing. And I was like, that is so, that is so true. That is very true. You have to sit there. They've got a, They've got to zhuzh it up. Mind you, we don't know what the education's like at the I know, minute. it's probably all changed now. I don't, but I, I worry, like, when I have kids, you know, and they bring home this homework, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to think... Welcome what? to my world. Is that what happened with you? Yeah, I used to cry. Why can't you help me with my maths? And I said, can your, can your maths teacher do a piggyback perm or a full head of highlights? I don't think so. <laughs> Concave bob. Oh, no siree. Also, no one wants to come to you anymore because that is like so old school, that those hair, that, that hairstyle. Piggyback perm? Yeah, they're what, good. What, are you out of grease? <laughs> no, a piggyback perm is where you wind the rollers and then you do one row and then you get another row. You take really fine section, really big rollers, and it's a nice, natural 
wave. But you have to put twice as many rollers in. You've got yeah, your corkscrew Yeah, they don't do that these days. They do other things. No, no. It's all changed. Times just change, don't they? They do, sadly. But I was always kind of the sibling that... I put in a good bit of effort, but I just didn't really... Well, you did uh, uh, with the plays you were in, apart from one particular play where you was awful, Grease, you and Maz. You yeah. didn't want to be there. And you were laughing as well, not giving it attitude. I was no, furious. <laughs> I was absolutely no, furious. You were, I did, and I did that once in, um, I remember back in the day, but this is when I was at primary school, in the winter, I hated going out in the playground. Why do they chuck you out in the playground? You have to go outside. I'm thinking, it's about minus 12, I'm shivering, I'm freezing in this bloody out school uniform as well, not even that silly blazer, doesn't really keep you too warm anyway. I'm thinking, God, I've got to get out of this, so I'm going to have to join the school choir because you have to practice, but at least you're inside. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my friends sign up for it, like, brilliant, we don't have to go outside. And I cannot sing very well. Um, I can confirm that information. Yeah, she I think can't. we've spoken about this before, but they then do this end of school, you know, big show and tell. And I was thinking, oh God. And it was, these are a few of my favourite things we had to sing oh. in front of all the parents. Anyway, I, I just can't stop laughing. I'm just laughing because I'm just giggling. And want, you know, I'm really bad, like, in situations. Your nervous is got When I'm not you. meant to laugh, it just, I can't stop. And I used to get sent out a lot for it. It's just like, you know, it's... That's nervous, nervous though. I it think. wasn't nervous. It's just, you get the giggles and you're not meant to be laughing, so you laugh even more. Yeah, you have to be sick. Yeah, I, I get that as well, even at 52. But yeah, I got told off for that as well. Dad didn't like that. No. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I said, oh, don't worry about it. Pop it. Oh, That's God. all right. I think with my kids, I'm going to be like, I don't want them. I'm obviously going to make Educate them. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have some feral rugrats. Mum! No, Mom. they're going to go into school and everything. But, you know, when it comes to exams, I, I, I don't want them to get themselves in total states. What it's people horrible. do? I can remember one of Daniel's friends, I won't name his name, but he would be physically throwing up because the pressure was so much from his parents on him. He was, he would really, and or he put pressure on himself because his sibling didn't suffer with it, but he did. And it was heartbreaking. It's, it's a lot. And I, even like... So you're in year two, love. It's all right. <laughs> You're only four. It's going to be all yeah. right. <laughs> Don't worry. Your, your mum will only put you in your room for two weeks. I think I was very much like... <laughs> I actually had, after my GCSEs, I came out in like a huge rash from stress. I yeah, don't know yeah. what it was. It's weird, isn't it? It's a hard one. You never know as parents what the right thing to do is, whether to be Balance. relaxed on your kids or whether to get, make, be very strict and make them do well and make them do this. The thing that. is, is that when you're wired up like you and I and your brain doesn't sit still, so good at cooking, good at sports, good at drama, good at CDT. I should imagine that's called something else now. Anything where you don't have to sit and concentrate mm. unless I'm super interested in what they're talking about. So I think they, they should really start switching it up because intelligence shouldn't be gauged on whether you can do maths or English. It shouldn't be yeah. engaged because we're super intelligent at everything. but We can't spell it. <laughs> in China, it's a little fact, in China go. what they do is... If their child is amazing at maths, they get math tutors in. But in this country, 
If we're rubbish at maths, we pay a fortune for, to torture our children even more on a subject they're no good at. Mm. In China, they are... I remember this little two-year-old could name every flag of the world. Now, I don't know <laughs> what that's going to do. But you're obviously... His parents went, hello, this little two-year-old, he's got a photographic memory. Let's see if he can remember 4,600 flags. <laughs> I... I I can imagine you at school as like the disruptive, talkative, attention seeking. Well, one of my reports was if Rachel spent as much time concentrating on her work as she does in disrupting the class. <laughs> and then one teacher who was lovely, Mr. Fennick, used to play the guitar while we were little. Um, I think it was whatever year, primary school year, young. And um, he he loved Greek mythology. And in the one of the lessons would be we would act out Greek mythology and I was always Athene, the goddess of love. That's cute. Yeah, but Is it cute he, sorry, I've digressed. He wrote me a fantastic report and he said, Rachel does not need education. Rachel, well, not smash it because that's quite a new thing, not a 70s thing, but Rachel will do very well in life. She doesn't need any of this. I wonder if he's watching now thinking. Mr Fenwick, if you are, thank you for that. I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, shout out to old Fenwick <laughs> If you fancy coming on the pod Hit me yeah. up if you're still alive Come and talk about me as a child Let's talk about me more Were oh. you likeable? Did you have friends? I did because I could make people laugh And all, I grew up in the 80s And the 80s was quite aggressive We had football hooliganism And we had strikes And we had riots The riots, the bloody Brixton riots So it was quite a So you know, they used to have sayings like are you staring at me or chewing a brick? Either way, you lose your teeth. Oh, crap. You know, when you're like... And I think back now and think, girls are saying that to each other. I never did because I was tiny. You small little thing. I was. I can remember the, these cheeseman shoes were in fashion <laughs> and down the bottom of Sutton High Street was the one shop that sold size twos and size ones. And I managed to get these cheeseman shoes. Little hill with a gold <laughs> bar around the back, square with a little... Um, <laughs> chain across and I can remember all the older girls pulling me at Carl Shorten girls pulling me over going oh, look at the size of our cheesemans they're tiny take them off I was going yeah they're my cheesemans <laughs> if cheesemen want to sponsor me in the future <laughs> I don't mind bringing them back retro I, I think <laughs> retro cheesemans oh I've probably God. got the wrong name they're probably called something completely different but I'm sure they were called cheesemans <laughs> And if he was having a fight, no. you'd go, hold me Creoles. <laughs> I'm having a I'm having a tear up on the on the on the green out the front. <laughs> I didn't, but you'd used to get told girls' earrings. <laughs> you'd be there like, go yeah. on, girl. Whoever was winning, I was backing, go on, Claire. Oh no, Katie, you get in there. <laughs> Just whoever was the winner, I'd go and pat them on the back. I really These don't think that you've got this name of the shoes right because. You wouldn't call a shoe brand Cheeseman's. No, you? no, it's the style. It's the style. So everything was quite aggressive. And and so, yeah, I used to make people laugh to stop the sort of bullying. There was quite a big bullying yeah, when I was enough. younger. I mean, you did go to an all-girls school as well. And I, I just don't Huge think Huge amount I, of girls as well. Too I mean, much, too much. Five, five classes of 32 girls in That's a year. That's a lot of hormones. Well, I think we just became a little bit boy crazy because Carshorton boys used to come down the fence. And you're like, oh, my God, it's a boy. Yeah. Well, because I, I had an older brother, I have an older brother, and we, um, and I knew lots of boys on the estate because when I where I lived, Mom. we used to play out. Mom. 
Council estate, and I'm very proud of no, that. No, no, no. Very proud. You, did you have to start grow somewhere. Up on the estate, darling. You grew up the the estate, but it was a stately home. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I did. We, we grew up in Farquhar Hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the servants. Oh, gosh. No, I didn't. I was counselled. But this is why I've elevated you to the next level and you will do the same with my grandchildren. <laughs> You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half. Please do get in touch with your childhood stories. Emily and Rach would love to hear them. Or let us know what your relationship is like with your mum. You can contact them on Emily's socials or at Mother Half Podcast on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. Rachel and Emily also want to hear your dilemmas. That bit is coming up now. Dilemmas time. Yeah. Let's, let's delve in the dilemmas. We've got some good ones this week. They get, they're going to get better and better each week, I think, as well. Keep we'll sending them in. We love it. Mother half podcast. <laughs> okay, so first dilemma we've got, and I can, I can like imagine this happening a hell of a lot. So that's why we've kind of picked this one. I was a bridesmaid for my friend's wedding last year. But I now don't want to ask her to be mine. What shall I do? There isn't a protocol, is there? Yeah, but it is an awkward one, isn't it? Well, it is awkward, but if she doesn't want her, she doesn't want her. And it's her special day. And if the other one wanted her and they're good enough friends, she could just say, oh, I've got my sister and I've got the baby that's got to be there. I'm really sorry, I haven't got any room for you. I mean, how many do you I'm want trying to, to put myself you? in her position. Like, if I was a bridesmaid for one of my friends and then they didn't ask me to be one, would I be upset I don't think you would I don't know it's a difficult one I, I guess it's your special day and you have to be selfish on that day don't you yeah and just do exactly what you want to do even if it's going to upset a few people but I didn't get over it if they're your real friends they, they won't be offended but that's not a thing is it oh I was yours so guess what I'm not hers because some people have got shed loads of family and sisters and stuff like yeah. I've got no sisters so I'd have more friends yeah you know okay. and me can I be a bridesmaid absolutely not <laughs> So I've only ever been a bridesmaid once and I was, what, 10, 11? Oh, that, you, you were beautiful. Emma, that was absolutely stunning. You had, she chose a beautiful dress. I've got a really lovely picture in my bathroom and Daniel's staring at the cameraman. Emma's looking in, so you're walking. Emma's my auntie, by the way. Yeah. Um, Emma's walking along, looking through the window because it was a glass, it was a, it was a race course. So she had to walk sort of down the thing where she could see in and you're doing this with your hair and all your hair's flowing and you're really really I'm, I'm up taking for it, it. My, I'm taking it you spirit. are you're, you are owning it god unlike me no have you ever been a bridesmaid once and um it was one of the worst dresses I've ever seen in my life and the color was hideous and they also asked if you could go in the same color so I was... What was the colour? Oh, it was blue. Ooh. Yeah, it was blue and it was satin and I looked like something from a cheap Western. Oh! <laughs> it's Nasty an awkward Western. one, isn't it, with bridesmaids' dresses because it's like all your bridesmaids are going to be different shapes, different sizes, like different things. I think when I have a wedding one day... Uh, all my bridesmaids are going to be able to choose because I want them all to feel good in what they're wearing because I know a lot of people will be like, you're wearing that. And it's like, I don't want to wear that. I look and feel hideous. And people are different shapes and sizes. So they're different cuts. Like for me, I would love a high, like, high neck thing because I've got bigger shoulders or broader shoulders. 
Whereas some people would wouldn't want their shoulders out or their arms out, you know, like you've got to have I want a, a real low cut one. Mum wants real low cuts, yeah. like you know, like mini a, skirt, like a heart shape over my breasts. Okay, let's do the next one then. What should I do if I don't want to be intimate with my boyfriend anymore? Well, you, you dump him and head for the cool hill. Rach for uh, Anne Summers, area code yeah. 61 or whatever you called it. Yeah, six, 69. No, it's area 17 I was in. Um, I did exaggerate about being the top girl. I actually wasn't. Uh, there was this woman who smashed it all. Don't yeah. tell everyone. Just shush. Just No one's going to oh, know. Oh, yeah, so, no. Know. I Go was... along with it. Christ. Yeah, but say you somebody... yourself out. Yeah, but say somebody goes, oh, I don't even remember her and I ran Area 17. Who are they going to tell? What, the Daily Mail? Guess what? They're not going to write about it because they don't care. Well, they might. <laughs> they might care a little bit. No, but in all seriousness, if you don't want to be intimate with your boyfriend You've anymore, got the ick. No, no, no. You, and you, I don't you... like that word, ick. Um, but in nowadays term, uh, my one, it makes your stomach turn. You're yeah. not touching my fairy palace. Okay, mum, seriously, fairy palace. That's the never. first time I've ever called it that. Fire fairy palace. <laughs> Where does it come from? I love it, fairy palace. Why are you singing Come inside. That, I don't... Fairy palace, come inside. There's a hit record in there. I'll be like <laughs> Chris shush, and, shush, shush. and Love minute. Island with mom. their rap. Mum, I don't want to hear about your fairy palace. <laughs> what do I do if I don't want to be intimate with my boyfriend? We're answering the dilemma. You're terrible at this. D dump, dump his ass. <laughs> because how are you going to spend the next however many years? I know this is true. I think if the um, off closure him. is because I don't want if the sex is gone, the uh, relationship's pretty pretty gone. What did he... I think personally, but that's just definitely, my personal opinion. definitely a thousand percent. So uh, answer is yeah, get rid of it. especially if it's your own your boyfriend, not your husband, and you've not been in with him long. I think just um, she says partner, on. doesn't she? She's a boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah, no, a husband, and you've got children. It yeah, might be worth get in the way for sure. Might you be have, worth going yeah. to the old and summer shop, going online. Honey, Honeywell, love honey, honey, love honey, <laughs> honey, Honeywell is. <laughs> I don't want to know what. No, that is. it's for heating in your house. Oh, <laughs> or maybe he could go online and. Watch a couple of naughty movies to get a few moves in the bag and wow. I her. actually think that's like that. Rent somebody in. A little nah. fluffer. A fluffer? Yeah. What's that? That's what the Romans used to have. They used to get their fallacious stuff first. Oh, that's what happens to horses when they go to the stuff farm. They go, they there's a teaser one where yeah. they like get some all roundy. Yeah. And then, you know. The, the main event happens with enough with another one. The stallion, the big boy comes it. in. Sorry, this is going a bit off topic, but I actually watched this happen and I was like, it's mo I I don't get like queasy or like feel unwell. I went to the stud farm and I, it was just like this whole process. There was this guy who actually is like a cock stopper as his job. Like he like puts the, the cock in the in the thing. I don't know whether I and like cock after, coming out of your mouth. <laughs> it, it's like then after, or the phallus, whatever you want to call it. On a, what is it called when on a horse? I don't know, his penis. A, d a dinky. A dink. well, definitely not a dinky, Christ. <laughs> Something I've seen anything big in my life. It was petrifying. And, um, yeah, and then this, this it's just the most bizarre experience. You've got this poor horse at the beginning, which d never gets any action, so it's just, like, getting, like, hyped up for no reason. Well, that's not Getting one, the girl on board. And then the stallion comes in. Da, 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 the, da. the stud with its big old, you know. Move across. It's just huge. I am here now to service her. And then he literally like trots up and there's like all people with like hats on in there. It's all like health and safety. And then it like gets on the back and it's just, it's like, it's it's crazy. I Firstly, I've never seen anything this size in my life. Secondly, 
I, I actually felt a bit faint. Like I could feel the color just draining from my face because it, it's just, it's a bit human-like. No, like, I don't know. It's well, just, there's a hole in a no, 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 it's penis. Just, and then after, it doesn't take long. <laughs> oh, and the little foal watches as well. It's The foal? Yes. They involve the children. No, 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 they don't get involved, but they're just there because the mum panics when it's not with its foal. So anyway, then the horse stops and they dunk its, you know... Dunk its what? Its phallus in a bit of water. And then he, you know, goes for a rest and goes back three times a day for, like, a lot, like a long time. And they make a lot of money from it. Well, I should say they do. We're talking millions. Yeah, oh, that sounds a bit barbaric. It was, it was, it was... Um, it I wouldn't was, um, want to witness that. Yeah, I, I'm... I don't care how huge his phallus was. Yeah, it's not well. Anyway, next one. Me and my boyfriend split two months ago and I went and had a rebound and slept with a guy. Now I'm back with my ex and I don't know, and I don't want to tell him what do I do. And to add on top of this, he did ask. And oh. she's lied to him and just said it was a kiss. I would have fessed up because, uh, as Ross and Rachel, they were on a break. Oh, yeah, I like it. Friends quote. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think you're single, so you can do what the hell you want, really, in the in that time. If you are not together, then, yeah. you know. And also, if you tell him and you're honest with him, he'll get over it. If he loves you that much and really wants it to I think it's it broken already. Very rarely does it work when you... If, if you've gone off and had a sexy cuddle with somebody else... I hate it when you call it that. Well, what? what? Shagging, then. I thought sexy cuddle was a nice word. Just... Should I call it magic cuddle? Cool. How I got you. Call it... Magic cuddles. Your, your, fairy, your fairy cuddle. <laughs> My fairy cuddle. My fairy castle. Garden no, palace. 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 Fairy palace. So the fa <laughs> when the man visits the fairy palace... Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if they've split up and she's visited another, <laughs> another kingdom, <laughs> then no, I don't think it's ever going to work again. Yeah, yeah and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't it lie. It sounds a bit... You know, you've you've got to tell me. What's none of your business? Once it's broken, it's hard to fix. Yeah. Like Especially when things happen in between, because then you like once you're together, like you go back and like, some people do it make it work. In though. Your mind. Some, no, people know, do. some people do. Some people go back I and guess each their own. A little break does them good and then they get back together and then they go forward. But he shouldn't she should have been able I feel uncomfortable that she wasn't comfortable telling him that she had had a little, visited another kingdom of fairiness. Great. Okay, next one. And this is like last one, round last up. Last one, round up. I love your relationship with your mum. We don't get along so well. How can I make it better? Get drunk with her. <laughs> get drunk and have it out. We did in Dubai. Pay each other lots of attention, but don't stifle them. It depends. See, I'm not... I do know some mums that are very overbearing and controlling and micromanage yeah. their daughters' lives, which then they get to a certain age and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm sick of this. Whereas you and I have just rolled. Yeah. Whatever it is that you feel is stopping it, um, try and even get a therapist in. Go to family therapy and talk it through. Because she is your mum. And as a mother, I couldn't bear it. If you weren't in my life, mm. you know, or we didn't have this fantastic relationship, they would crucify me. I know. I, I don't understand it. Some people are very different, though. Not everyone has our type of relationship. Like some mums, as you say, are very different to you. Mm. Um, Quite a few. I'd say ninety-five percent <laughs> of the population. Um, no. But yeah, it it also try a therapist. Go out and get drunk together in this order, um, and then you know make a fuss of each other. Also, try I think try and. 
But sometimes you can't reach out. Sometimes there is, there are people that will not listen, will not change, and it's a bit like playing chess with a pigeon. Doesn't matter how good you are at chess, they're just going to knock over all of the pieces and shit on your table. Mm, fair enough. I also read in this book that I was reading the other day, there was like a quote being like, um, even if they are family, but they don't bring anything into your life and you really don't get on, like sometimes they are better, you are better off definitely, without Definitely, definitely. If, if somebody is toxic and doesn't bring joy and they don't want you to have joy, then then move, move on. As heavy hearted as that is, as horrible, you know, on Mother's Day on Facebook, it's full of people that are, you know, gushing with their mum, but there are a few people out there who Mother's Day is quite hard. Yeah. You know, because their mum doesn't smash it out of the park. She hasn't got your back. But also, to just to round it all up on that on that point... Let's round it. I think stages of life also are a big thing. So, like, teenagers... I was just a moody old teenager. I actually really didn't enjoy her company. Then <laughs> adult years, we got on a lot better. Then I think when I have kids, we'll get even more closer. Like, I think it's stages as well where your relationship with your mum changes also, throughout them. So your children, they become to understand you. and Well, they live, get their own experiences. Yeah, though, and, they, and they? they live in your world. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well. Well, thank you very much. That well, was fun. I, I feel like we, we've spoken for hours. More dilemmas next week on Mother Half Podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so much more to come. Keep or following me. I need 9,000 more. <laughs> Oh, they're all thereabouts. You are, let's see. We'll they're have trickling. A little, they're trickling up. We'll have an update next week on kind of like where you where you were to how many you've got. Okay. But you must like, you must, you not you must, please like, subscribe, leave a comment and um, sub subscription. A lot of my friends are saying, do I have to pay for subscription? I'm like, no, you're not subscribing to Women's Weekly. What you're doing is you will get notifications on when our podcast is coming up and it bumps up our followers and hopefully our family will keep us for another season if you do that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um all right thanks guys and um yeah thanks for listening and we love you loads thanks for having us <laughs>